coercion and sexuality in society. These are the topics for the Frankie Files. I'm Frankie Tease, your host, and I'll continue to focus on my own family story as well as news and recovery info for those who've survived, especially the adult children of cults. New each Tuesday. See FrankieFilesPodcast.com for more. Hey, everybody, and welcome to episode 43 of Frankie Files Podcast. I'm your host, Frankie Teens. Today, we're going to talk about a collection with Siren Warner of ColtStories.com, The Body International, where he is the editor and covers multiple stories, and this one, Profundity Yours. Here's a brief segment of our recording, which took place in December. He is trying to spread the information about this Texas ranch cult, which is taking people's money and displacing them from their family, uh, usually older folks, uh, such as retired women. It is of concern. It is newsworthy. So check that out. And I'd like to welcome Siren Warner again for this cult catch-up. One email that was like, hey, my mom's in this group. We've tried to hire exit counselors. We're trying to get her out. It sounded like a serious situation. And then I went to the website and saw, you know, what profundity yours was. I started watching their videos mm-hmm. and it just sort of like blew my mind. And I was like, well, I have to like work on this. They're in Texas. Marietta, Texas. I see it. I'm trying to think. It's like, yeah, and they're, they're, they used to be in a, and it, it, it spawned out of this like trailer park, basically, um, named Linda McGill, I believe is her name. There's like, or McGinnis. It's on, there's a picture of her on their website on the front page. It, she is just really interesting. I mean, when, when people, she's a, she's a sage there who sort of got online and got hot during the pandemic where people were mm. online searching for answers. Like right. her answers were like, she is an alien walk-in with all this wisdom. She's basically Jesus Christ. What's a walk-in? <laughs> a walk-in means that like an alien from a gl- galactic empire walked into her body, killed her. And now she is, she goes, she's called Christo Sophia now. Okay. I mean, I've been talking to this, this woman that told me the story and was working on uh, she she was basically interviewing people, doing whatever she could to figure out what was going on and get her mom out. So she had all this information, and okay. I started hearing these stories about what goes on at Profundity Yours, and it it was just kind of like mind blowing. What's so it's what, a one on one cult that's catching started on it's a Facebook group like oh. originally. Like everybody who joins comes from the Facebook group and you have to pay $50 a month to be part of the group. And that's where some of the money comes from. But it's, Mm -hmm. uh, she's, she also has this ranch where like, and they name all the people that live there on the the website. I mean, the the copy there is amazing too. Like the capitalization of the words, their store is really interesting. They sell crystals. 
they, they sell crystal jewelry. Crystals are really important, like spiritually to, to the, the group. You always have to have a crystal. And this, this Linda is just really a fascinating person. Like she has all these people like in the group send her marijuana. She is, she needs marijuana to um, do her videos or, or whatever. Basically like I've talked to people who are telling me they've, they've sold or they've, they've sent her like, you know, money and an ounce of weed who never met her. She's just kind of a fascinating story. And when you hear that kind of, there is a lot of like trailer park. I don't want to use that pejoratively, but like, I mean, Linda is just, she, she seems as if like she's lived uh, a hard life. Um, And I'm sure there, there, she talks about like abuse that she suffered or whatever, but now it's very clear that she's abusing all the, the members and, everyone I've talked to has, has used the C word. It's a cult Facebook cult, but it's also the, the more serious stuff that goes on. The really dangerous stuff happens at the ranch where, um, Mm -hmm. it seems all these people are just like being like um, emotionally abused in, in Mm -hmm. strange ways. There was a time that this Linda wanted there to be a breakthrough with, one of the people on the ranch and she decided mm-hmm. to give them uh 10 grams of mushrooms psychedelic mushrooms which is a lot to like break no. her mind no and like she was successful like after after that like mushroom trip to one of the women this wealthy with it she she really goes after like middle-aged women who are like going through divorce or the death mm-hmm. of a partner or something like that with money with money and assets. Mm-hmm. So she's, she's real, real bad financial exploitation. Like this one point three when they moved from the trailer park to this $1.3 million ranch, it yeah. was because this, this woman who had recently gone through divorce, this Australian woman had money and just mm-hmm. agreed to pay for everything. And, you know, I've talked to people who've given her, you know, $30,000 or there was this, this woman yeah that originally contacted me told me that her mom had some sort of like oil dividend that like a trust fund that paid like Mm -hmm. 15 grand a month. And that like, it was just kind of gone. Like it goes to Linda, it goes to the group. If if you're in a cult and you have the assets and you think this is God, it makes sense to, to give God like your resources. And I guess I should say, I should have said this earlier, mm-hmm. but it's the end of the world right now. Today is December 11th. The end of the world started yesterday on December 10th and goes through March. The poles are going to shift. The only safe place in the world is supposedly this ranch because there's going to be all these floods. I mean, it's it honestly like the closest parallel to me is like it's a heaven's gate. Okay. Situation. I don't. I don't. I don't say that like as if like I think they're all going to commit mass suicide. I don't. Okay. Um, but the, it's it's probably the most similar as far as if, if you look at the sort of what you would call scripture or the dogma of the group is is very much like a heaven's gate that that focuses on these these women who are into crystals and stuff and then go down this path of mm-hmm. you know, Linda turns out to be Jesus and, you know, she's, she's magical and 
So she's doing a lot of loaded language. Another video title, How They Work and How the I Am Intergalactic Alliance of Masters Assist with Humanity. Yeah, they are intergalactic masters. I don't think I've mentioned that before. Wait, there's a next next video, wave of energy coming in. Yeah, I think that that might be about the end of the world. The the success of this group, how they're living on this ranch and have all this money from these people, comes from like the, it comes from Facebook. Like everybody joins mm-hmm. on Facebook or YouTube, they get interested in it, mm-hmm. and then like if you really want to go in, you go to the ranch. How many days is she asking? This is like you live your life there. Like this is oh, it's a one timer. It's a one-timer. Yeah, this is the end of the world. Like, the end of the world is coming. We're all going to be here. She's going to transcend or something. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, it's it's really, I guess, complicated stuff. But um, it's one of the more, I mean, just as a story, Mm -hmm. there's so much to it. Like, one of the things that I thought was really interesting from the last woman I interviewed is that there's this dog that came up in conversations. Linda has a dog called Snoopy, and apparently, like, it was abused as a puppy. The the dog bites people all the time. And she tells them, like, oh, it's, you know, this is a, this dog is part of, like, the intergalactic federation of something. Re-reality challenging, as they say, right? So this one says, upgrades on organs, transmuting toxins from the physical vessel. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, if you watch these videos, like there, you won't understand much because yeah. it's the kind of thing that you have to like. You have to figure out the language that she's using. So that's kind of the intriguing part. It's like, oh, fear of missing out. Which, what's, what's this? Yeah, it's like you know, this is going to be profound, and it's also like I think yours implies like kind of like a we situation. Like mm-hmm. this is for you. This is going to be for you. But I mean, it's it's I'm, it's it's not profound. It's a name, <laughs> and like she, these people are being like exploited. All the time. Yeah, we should play like an extra. Okay. The first one, Profundity Yours. My experience as a walk-in. Yeah. In December 2012, it's the change of rotational change around the great central sun from a to a counterclockwise rotation. No. Yeah. Sci-fi. But what happened was as that took place, what you guys know as CERN scientists, not CERN as how you guys perceive it to be evil, but scientists working with Tesla technology. Put you into a wormhole and we went into an alternate reality within yeah. a broadband frequency that humans were not ready for. Mm-hmm. And in that, what you guys, humans refer to humans uh, not human anymore what humans have referred yeah. to is the battle of rogue aliens overtaking it all comes down to translation He's you can only be high vibes that's a box that's a limitation that's non-acceptance that's separation people don't understand new age and how dangerous and weird it is um i'm here to be on that stage and it's like people, you know, especially during the pandemic, I think people are out there searching for answers. They want yeah. they want something that, like, makes sense of the world and, you know, mm-hmm. makes sense of everything. Like, there is there's nothing to worry about in Linda's universe because you can just watch these videos or go mm-hmm. through 
you could pay to have a session with her or whatever, where you guys just talk and she mm-hmm, mm-hmm. does the psychobabble. It's mostly going after like middle-aged women. Like I said before, like yes. people going through divorces, people like death in the family, like people searching for answers in vulnerable situations, mm-hmm, especially mm-hmm. like when people get divorced, sometimes like as it has happened in this group, sometimes when people get money. Yeah, you bet. Um, Windfall. And then and, money goes and this Facebook group, I did see, it says PY Global Private Group. So this is the one you were talking about that you pay to get in. So Profundity Yours is the PY Global Facebook group is what it's called. Where the one world soul unites, this group is not strictly about spiritual or simply gaining wisdom. It's a transformational platform for which you have to show willingness to do the inner work required to evolve your own soul and clear the programs and behaviors of the vessel. Within the group's activities on this uh, description of the the Facebook group here, because you've mentioned this is their main recruitment, it seems, well, it seems like a stage of recruitment. Within the group's activities of heart connection, daily and weekly practices and sharing on many levels, you will also have access to the admin team for assistance as you may need it. Linda Good McGillis world-renowned spiritual speaker also shares wisdom merging spirituality with practicality and her straightforward approach this linda has a boyfriend who is in prison he is um he is in prison because they found somebody found child pornography on his computer um and so he has like the sentence and and linda makes everybody like write letters to him and they are she is planning to have a glow in the dark marriage like at the prison like with like god and stuff so we've got a we've got and he's like a part pedophile of, in the wing yeah yeah like the 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 woman who 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 originally contacted me has been like really seriously investigating that side of the story because okay. They believe, like, the reason why they write him letters is that he is he did the Christ-like thing. Basically, okay. what the story is is that his son had this child porn on his computer. Oh, he took the fall for it because he didn't want his son to go to jail. And he took the fall, like, you know, sort of like Jesus or whatever. It's a, him going to prison for this mm-hmm. is supposed to be, like, a symbol of, like, his... Altruism? Yeah, yeah, like he he did something. His humanity. Yeah, but the situation at the ranch is like really bad exploitation and Uh emotional manipulation and um and just like this far out like dogma. Um, she's been like okay, so she claims the walk in happened in 2012. The old Linda died. Oh, she's got a date. Okay, got it. Yeah. And then, it, it, but it really took off, like, in, uh, I would say, 2019, like, right before the pandemic. Mm-hmm. They were still in the trailer park, but mm-hmm. she was getting people to, like, come down there and join her okay. in 2019, for sure. I've, I've talked to two people who who, who got to li- end up living at um, Linda's in 2019. And then, you know, there's and a lot of- interrupt real quick. So that was um, still in Texas? Yeah, they've always been sorted by this okay. place called Kempner, Texas. Okay. 
And it's like, well, the end times are coming. Like, why do you need to go to college when the end of the world is coming? And in yes. this call, like, what I'm what I'm worried about is they're saying she's saying it's the end of the world, and you know these people have money. They, she preys on like middle aged women with money. Right. That it's like a ploy to like, hey, you don't need that money anymore. Like, it's the end of the world is coming. You're listening to the Frankie Files. FrankieFilesPodcast.com Our topic for Third Tuesday is mental real estate. I remember when I first heard the term. I was speaking with a stranger or acquaintance, a guy, I really can't remember who, and he said something like, but as far as giving him mental real estate, I wouldn't. So in this sentence, he passed along a very real concept, no matter what you call it, one that's taken me quite a while to grasp and implement. What's it about? It's about clearing space in your mind for you. It can get busy in there and keeping it clear for you, choosing what you indoctrinate yourself with from the base up, not feeling obligated in any way to give someone or something mental real estate, which they do not automatically deserve. According to CyborgAnthropology.com, Mental real estate is a way of describing the amount of space one has in one's mind and how much of it's taken up by one idea, set, brand, or other preoccupation. It could be used to describe the availability of space in one's mind and how certain activities, inputs, and preoccupation influence the space in one's mind. So I go through periods myself where I feel enclosed by groups of people related to certain topics I'm interacting with. This has been throughout my life, be it dance, reading, true crime, sex, whatever, music. I literally need to be the main one influencing me. And I get to a point when I'm close with a group who believes the same thing, then I need to extricate myself. (laughs) to ensure that someone is not an influence other than me, to ensure this I do check my thinking and habits quite a bit. Is this what I want dominating my time and my thoughts? What percent? This isn't exactly easy when we have targeted ads as we read email or social media based upon our likes and search words. The distractions are literally endless, as you know ready to take you off topic at any moment's glance. Today, we'll get into this entire concept, my interpretation and implementation of this idea and how it can help cult survivors, survivors, or anyone looking to keep their sanity in times of stress, which is, what, all the time now? Mental real estate connotes that our mind is a place, just like what we see when we open our eyes, or different, but a place that needs to be occupied, maintained, and cared for, or neglect sets in and we as humans pay the price. In beginning to accept all that's happened in our past, having memories come back, and dealing with all the nasty ongoing falling out, 
I had to decide if I wanted to lose my mind or not. The answer is no. It's about the one thing I value above all else. Having my mind, my critical thinking, that which should be dominant in survival and decision-making, that which I've taken time to program since leaving a cult in 1987. Books, movies, songs, people, quotes, travel, memories have been placed in my mental real estate and accumulated through the decades. As I begin to rise to the occasion of writing my story in memoir form for a first draft, as I began to, to work on the podcast, podcast for a 2022 launch, I needed mental real estate. I needed my mind to be sharp and to work correctly. Worries, other concerns, people who could or would not support my efforts needed to have a similar smaller or no allotment in my mental real estate world. My world needed an overhaul, so I began. I had always valued music as the ultimate healer, so music is going to be prominent throughout my mental real estate. Phrases, music excerpts with dance or not, it's all vital. So what about this eviction? What about this mental real estate? I needed space for the things and people who support what I was about to do. I started the evictions. I overhauled the assumed tenants and revisited. When did I make them an occupant? Was I weak? Was I in distress? Was I overly emotional? What constituted a good tenant now? I had to ask myself that in 2021. I took an inventory of my occupants more objectively than ever. I put up notices everywhere. You gotta go. Mental imaginary eviction notices, notice to evict. Under new management, everyone must go. Now, the thoughts and memories that serve my future goals are what needed to occupy my real estate. What do the grottos, shires, estates, buildings, rooms deserve to be occupied with? What goals am I working on? Does every occupant deserve space and help toward your, our goal? Tough question because some are sentimental. That's fine. Take a room for sentimental stuff in one of the hundreds of mansions in your mental real estate. Like the memory experts, use compartments, lands, rooms, and storage areas wisely. I believe the space is unlimited, but the dominant area of your mind should be populated and curated wisely. Some more advice. When making these decisions, I noted having a wide open space is preferable to having a cluttered occupied space in this analogy. Anything that's a distraction or becomes a drain on your thoughts and energy or your mood has got to go. How do you do the eviction? I didn't require ceremonies or anything. I'm sure some would get into that, but I literally didn't do this decisively until basically in 2021. When you find out people have the exact opposite goal as you, it can change your idea of them. And you're attached, so you don't want to believe it. 
but I'm a realist. I started to realize things that had happened to me in the past, and I was ready to reconcile with life. I believe it when someone shows me who they are now. I act decisively. At times, it saves a ton of time and heartache. This isn't very normal. Most people do not have to deal with the ghost of pain's past, but some do. When I left Morningland, for example, my real estate was completely haunted. Nightmares, fears, memories, feelings lingered, and I drank to minimize their prominence. I never evicted them. Sure, I'd left the building, the compound, where I was pretty much hostage for six years, willing hostage, I guess. But deciding to stand up to anyone and everything will do this to you. This step, realizing that there is a place you control, is also pretty huge. This is a concept that would have been kept from anyone who's under type of mental clenches and control. You were not allowed to roam in your mind a place not approved. And you did obey. And now you can make it however you want. If you want your entire mental real estate to be decorated like an amusement park, then that's what you do. You lay down and close your eyes one day on the grass, feeling the breeze, and you decorate. Choose the color, themes, furniture, the local weather, the animals, the images, landscape, and everything in between. The knickknacks, the percussion lying around, the book room. It's all yours. Once you realize you have some, once you take control of it, then it's time for protecting your mental real estate. So now you've figured out you have it, put in a defense system. You'll need to be notified when enemies or uninvited's come into your air, water, and land space, mentally. When notified, you need to eliminate them immediately. Example, have a huge soapy sponge in your mind to wipe images, sounds, people out of existence in your mental real estate world so as to keep all occupants, occupants desirable and compatible with your current members. Don't worry. You don't have to call and tell them a thing. You don't have to tell them a thing. Just you. This is you and you. Sometimes I think commercials, catchy jingles, should pay rent in my head that I allow it in there from 1970s. New rules. I need to collect back mortgage on 70s stuff. Still stuck in my head. Ketchup commercials, I'm looking at you. Corporations need to pay back rent. <laughs> but seriously, take time seated somewhere, eyes closed, where you can concentrate. Get headsets, put on some music for the enclosure. Is your world full of wetlands, wildlife, maybe with one small shack with all the amenities? Is it full of residents you admire? Each one quoting you their best written literature or appearance or phrase as you enter the realm? Whatever you choose to populate your mind with, the mental, as the mental atmosphere you create, the world inside you within, it is your decision. And none need know 
anything about that. None can enter without your permission. Not anyone. They don't have the access. As the strictness of who gets space in your area is applied, the mental real estate value goes up. It begins to eventually skyrocket. Now, the value goes up on all property because it's hard to get in. It's exclusive. It's clean. It's organized, well-maintained, free of automatic reactions, unwanted tenants, and muck. Stuff like earworms such as cartoons and song snippets can sneak in there and bog the area down. Keep it clean, whatever it takes. The payoff of your mental real estate vigilance well, when one door closes, another actually does open. You'll have the space for the next thing. Remember, remuneration is unhealthy. It is simply us refusing to accept what we already know, intuition or the gut reaction told us. Trust your gut. You do not have to vilify someone to evict them from your mental real estate. On the contrary, you can still be friends and associates or do business with someone, but we're talking about who you let in your mind. That is exclusive. That's the beauty. We cannot always control who we have to see and interact with in this world. We can, however, always control who gets the mental real estate that we control. That includes limiting your interaction to match their real estate. Be honest as you can in the situation you're in. I hope this one helps out because it sure took me long enough to figure out that this isn't a free ride. You must be this emotionally intelligent to ride this ride. <laughs> Take care and always keep critical thinking. Frankie Files Podcast Season 2 is supported by listeners like you. Check out FrankieFilesPodcast.com for more. See my Substack at FrankieTeeths.Substack.com for two other columns, one of which is a podcast. You're listening to The Frankie Files. FrankieFilesPodcast.com